Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Fan Fatales. I'm Emma. And I'm Gabby. And this week we're continuing our Winter Wonderthon with some more modern Christmas films. That's right. So we will be talking about Disney Plus original Noel, the two Netflix originals, The Christmas Prince and The Princess Switch, and Dolly Parton's Christmas on the Square. Yes. So warning, spoilers ahead, but we're going to get started. Yes. So, Noel. Um, so this is not, oh, I really liked it. I thought it was really cute. I did too. I've seen this one like ever since it came out. Like I think I saw it the day it came out on this Disney is, Plus. This is my first time watching it and I think it is adorable. I really like it. Me too. Um, so the synopsis is Santa's daughter must take over the family business after her father passes away and her brother, who is supposed to inherit the Santa role, gets cold feet. Yes, it was directed by Mark Lawrence, and it came out in 2019, starring Anna Kendrick as Noelle Kringle, Shirley MacLaine as Elf Polly, Bill Hader as Nick Kringle, Kingsley Benadir as Jake Hapman, Julie Haggerty as Mrs. Claus, Bill Inkter as Gabriel Kringle, um, oh gosh. Maceo Smedley? Smedley? As uh, Alex Hatman and Diana Maria Riva as Helen Rojas. Yes. So filming began in 2017 and the film was originally scheduled for a theatrical release. Mm -hmm. However, Disney decided to postpone the film and release along with the launch of their streaming platform, Disney Plus, in order to give the platform more value. Yeah. And the riff that Noelle sings to summon her flying reindeer is the same one that she uses in Into the Woods 2014 as Cinderella when she summoned her bird friends. No wonder I recognized it. I was like, why do I know this? <laughs> and then the last um, fun fact is it was adapted from an unused premise for the Santa Claus 4. These are the, like, Santa Claus movies. Oh, who is Santa Claus in that one? Uh, Tim Allen. Tim Allen. It's those Santa Claus movies mm-hmm. is what I'm referring to. And this is referenced when Noelle is in the mental hospital and the psychologist says that she has two other patients who believe in the tooth fairy, or who believe they are the tooth fairy and Mother Nature. And Frosty, right? Yeah. Yeah. The fact only had those two. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. So who is your favorite character? Of course, Noelle. She's like the best. Yeah. She is. She's so cute. Polly, I also really enjoyed. I love Polly. I loved She's her. Great. She was like so over it, so over it, but simultaneously so with it at the same time. Yeah. So I was here for it. I was too. Yeah. And and I love Noelle. She's just so sweet. She reminds me of me a lot. <laughs> yeah. I agree. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. No, my favorite part is, like, when she was walking out of, like, the Santa's Village, like, costume dress area, and Nick was like, oh, I see no difference. And she's like, you think I dress like this all the time? And he's like, yeah. She was so feisty. I know. I loved that. I was like, okay, girl. Yeah. <laughs> also, really quick, Snow Cone is freaking adorable. Yes. Also, did you notice how many hidden Mickeys there were? Oh my gosh, literally like every scene had one. <laughs> my notes started doing it and then I realized that it was going to be like, oh, 
it's like, every every scene yeah every you're like oh there's one there's one there's one there's one one on the fireplace one on the floor one in the tree also her skates were so cool like her shoes that like had the right tractable skates i want those that is really cool also i love how we both mentioned the yogurt pants right <laughs> i loved that when when um Oh, gosh, they're in the supermarket, and the one lady goes, oh, I like your yoga pants. And she goes, thanks, I like your yogurt pants, too. Yeah. It's, uh, that's so funny. I love that. That was a very cute scene. It was. Mm-hmm. So, okay, what is your favorite moment in the whole film? Ooh. It has to be when the little girl at the shelter signs Merry Christmas Santa to Noelle when she's having her rough first Christmas as Santa Claus. I cried. I was sobbing when that happened. Like, actually sobbing. Yeah. That literally made me cry so hard. Also, I don't know where I recognize that little girl from, but I recognize her from something. And I can't put my finger on it. But I have I feel like it was like the signing videos my teacher used to show us in ASL class, like in high school. But I can't quite put my finger on where I know her from. It's Michelle. It's Michelle. Yes. Who's Tanya? Tanya's the like little girl that is mean to um, her brother trying to be Santa. Mm. I knew I knew her from there. Okay. Yes. She was one of the kids from ASL Nook. Yeah. I knew it. Which also, so, because now I remember, Tanya's the one that when um, Nick is trying to, like, see if he does have the Christmas spirit Mm -hmm. when he's posing as the mall Santa, Mm -hmm. she's the one that's like, I'm only doing this so my parents can learn Snapchat. Oh, yeah. That's Tanya. Yeah. Um, Which is funny. So her last name's Cooperman. And my band directors in high school were also named Cooperman. Oh, that's funny. And one of the last names of one of the actors um, being Julie Haggerty, who plays um, Mrs. Claus. Mm -hmm. Her last name is the name of my high school. That's crazy. (laughs) That's my old high school. That's nuts. Yeah. Okay. Um, So what was your least favorite moment? I didn't like... Okay. I just thought it was unnecessary to show Noel like, getting arrested and then, like, going to the psych ward Same. and the whole eval thing. Like, okay, I think they could have just left it at her, like, at the hospital. Just, like, looking out the window. And then, like, she could just be in the hospital when Nick, was that his name? No, not Nick. Um, The no. other guy. Oh. Jake. Jake. When Jake shows up. And, like, rescues her. She could have just been, like, in a hospital. Also, Jake looks really familiar. And I didn't bother looking up to see what he was also in. He looks like the guy from the Princess Switch. Yeah, and I know that he isn't. It's not. But they look very similar. <laughs> I have Hold a fun on, fact about the Princess too. Switch when we get there. Okay. Uh, I'm looking at his... Yeah. I'm going back in, and I do not recognize any of these films. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Let's see. Yeah, he's been in nothing that I've seen him in, so I don't know why he looks so familiar to me. Maybe he just has one of those faces. Yeah. 
Because I feel like there's, like, he just had one of those faces that's, like, you know, very recognizable. Yeah. Also, can we just talk about how common? this, um, how this movie is basically Elf, but if but, it was yeah Santa's daughter. Yeah. Elf, but with Anna Kendrick. Yes. Yeah. Which I can't wait to talk about um, Elf next week. Don't worry. Elf is one of my favorite Christmas movies. I'm And we weren't going to cover it originally. No, we weren't. And then I was like, um, hello? How could we forget Elf? Well, we both were. No, I remember us having the conversation, and we were both like, no, we shouldn't do Elf. Why? Because we were like, that's too basic. But Elf is so good. Everybody loves Elf, except for my mom. For some reason, she hates that movie. Have you seen the musical version of Elf? No, and I don't want to. It's actually pretty good. I don't know. Sometimes musicals ruin the movies. It was really good. I really liked it. We'll see. Uh, I'm trying to think what else. Okay, so you know when Polly goes to Jake's office slash home and she's yes. wearing all of the, like, the teal garb? Like, my note was, OMG, Elf Polly looks like Arizona threw up on her. Yeah. Just with, like, the the cowboy hat and all of the, <laughs> the teal stuff. Yeah. I was like, yeah. And the fringe, the fringe jacket was, it was so good. Yeah. Anyway. Also, did the North Pole just email all those kids? I know. I was like, uh. Like, I feel like that was a huge, like, plot hole. Yeah. How did also, all Also, I love kids... how he was going to use Amazon. Right. I saw a post that reminds me of this post that I saw that was like, I don't know why Jeff Bezos doesn't just play Santa Claus. Like, he has the drones. He has everybody's Christmas wish. He has everybody's addresses. Like, come on. Yeah. Come on, Jeff Bezos. Step up your game. Um, I loved Baby Noel in the beginning. Yes. Saying, I see mommy kissing Santa Claus. That's such a cheap joke. I know, but I loved it so much. Yeah, it's a good one. It's a good one. Yeah. Also, I wish I could dress cute in winter. Bruh, me too. Yeah. It gets too hot. Yeah. Though I'm going to New York this winter, so I guess, like, I can't complain. Okay, so, Gabby, what would you rate this film out of 10? I'm gonna give it an 8 out of 10. I thought it was very cute, little corny. Yes. Kind of boring at some points, but very cute for the most part. I agree. Mm-hmm. So what do you think Rotten Tomatoes critic and audience scores are? Oh, I just did something weird. <laughs> there we go. It's back. Cool. I think the critics gave it a... 75 and audiences gave it an 89 so the critics score um the critics gave noel a 54 percent which and I the think audience is score is a 57 percent no i'm just reading some of these um 
critics. Yeah. No, I don't agree with any of them. What are they saying? Um, Hater, one of the best comedic actors working today, does half-hearted dull work as Nick. I thought he Even was Billy Ike, I did too. Even Billy Eichner seems muted as Gabriel Kringle, a tech nerd cousin who wants to digitize the naughty or nice list. I also thought he was very good. I did too. I'm just reading bad reviews. They're just bad. They just don't Kendrick understand. Kendrick Twinkles. Noel doesn't. <laughs> That's the full review. Lame. I'll find one more. Um, from Richard Roper at the Chicago Sun-Times. Overall, Noel is subpar, but it's silly, harmless fun. It's so forgettable, it'll be virtually erased from your memory five minutes after the end credits roll. Oh my god! Lame. They just don't understand. They don't. So, shall we get into A Christmas Prince? Yes, and The Christmas Prince trilogy is one of my all-time favorite Christmas movie trilogies I love A Christmas Prince trilogy. They're so good. What we have to do is every year we have to do the sequels to Princess Mm -hmm. Switch and A Christmas Prince. Oh yeah, for the next three years we will be talking about this trilogy. Both of them. Yeah. Just and I wait. already have the Rotten Tomatoes score up for Christmas Prince. Perfect. So the synopsis for A Christmas Prince is when a reporter goes undercover as a tutor to get an inside scoop on a Playboy prince, she gets tangled in some royal intrigue and ends up finding love. But will she be able to keep up her lie? So it was directed by Alex Zam, and it came out in 2017 on Netflix. And the cast includes... Rose McIver as Amber, Ben Lamb as Prince Richard, Alice Krieg as Queen Helena, <laughs> Honor Nipsey as Princess Emily, Sarah Douglas as Miss Avril, Emma Louise Saunders as Lady Sophia, Theo Divini as Simon, Daniel Fathers as Rudy, Zaharia Sheriff as Melissa, Amy Marston as Max, and Joel McVia as Andy. Yeesh, these are some hard names. I know. So, this movie was filmed on Pele's Castle, which is a neo-Renaissance castle in the Carpathian Mountains, which is situated in so sorry Sinaya? if I say this wrong. Sinaya in Romania. I'm so sorry, yes. Sebastian Stan. And the dress that the queen is wearing during the Christmas ball is similar to the dress the queen of Netherlands wore during her coronation in 2013. I love that. Speaking yeah, of dresses, Amber's dress at the ball is it was amazing. so pretty. I love it so much. So pretty. Also, I love that she wore it with Converse. Right? I'm like, what a vibe. What a queen. I know. So, um, I think that's a good segue into asking who your favorite character is. I like Richard because he's just trying to figure out what he wants to do. Like, if he wants to father, follow in his, can I say adopted father? It's a spoiler for you. Or it's yeah, a spoiler it's a spoiler film. episode. Yeah. His adopted father's footsteps or try to figure out what he actually wants to do with his life. Yeah. He's a, he's a good character, and I think that people give him too much crap for just wanting to go out and explore and, like, figure out who he is. And that makes me sad. Yeah. 
So who's your favorite character? Amber. Of course, it's Amber. I love Amber. She's so yeah. good. She's good in all of them. She's the best. Also, so Rose McIver, who plays Amber, I was like, she looks so familiar. Like halfway through the movie, I was like, she looks so familiar. Don't tell me. She was one of the million people in Once Upon a Time. She was. She was Tinkerbell in Once Upon a Time. Of course. Everybody was on that show at some point or another. There were seven seasons, and every fictional, like, fairy tale character was in it at some point. Yeah, so therefore, there was, like, a bajillion guest stars, and that show ran for 20 years. No, not that long. <laughs> I know. Se- seven seasons, so, like, ten? Seven maybe? years. Seven years, whatever. Yeah. I'm just being sarcastic. I know. But, yeah, she. but Tinkerbell has a great arc in that show. I really like it. But yeah, Very nice. So, what was your favorite moment? I liked two parts in particular. Okay. So, my favorite is when Richard, Emily, and Amber are playing in the yeah. snow. Like, is so cute and it it's is. so sweet, and it's like, oh, look at them. Yeah. And then I also love. At the very, very, very end, like literally the last 30 seconds of the movie, when he shows up and he proposes, and she's like, and that, hold on, really quick though, that ring isn't a ring. That thing's a freaking rock. That thing is huge. It was huge. It is huge. Yeah. I was like, dang, that's a ring. But anyway, I was like... This is why my standards for love are so high is because of this movie. Yeah. He literally flew all the way across the country. Well, across the world for her. Yeah. Like, come on. Um, mine was when we see Richard playing with the boys. Like, when he's supposed... What was it? Like, the orphan uh-huh. Um, thing where he was just supposed to give a speech. Mm-hmm. And he, like... And... Emily's like, I know where he is. And we see him playing with the boys. Mm -hmm. That scene made me... mm. Yeah. Which is funny because it's pretty much my favorite scene in the Princess Switch as well. (laughs) (laughs) I love that these movies are like identical yet completely different. I also love to get ahead that they're watching a Christmas prince in Princess Switch. We will get there in a minute. I'll get to it. Especially because they take place in the same universe, because in one of the sequel ones, we see Amber. That's what I was going to (laughs) say. Yes, in A Princess Switch 2, switched again, Amber and Richard and their baby, whose name I cannot remember off the top of my head at this moment. Oh, I cannot remember it. (laughs) They all show up to Queen Margaret's coronation. So, is A Christmas Prince a documentary? Maybe. In their their universe? Maybe. That'd be funny if it was. Yeah. Um, Who was your least favorite moment? I don't like when Simon and Lady Sophia are trying to, like, cancel the whole... Not cancel, but, like, take over the whole coronation thing and be like... He's not the rightful king. Yes, and then rushing it on Christmas Day. Yeah, you're like, bro, chill out. 
it's Christmas. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no. I don't like that whole thing. Like, it's like, bruh, okay, so? And then, <laughs> I love how you wrote one note. I, yeah, I was immersed. <laughs> and it's the very end. <laughs> oh, so why is he being crowned on Christmas Eve? It's tradition. In the second movie, it's a tradition, too, that this, like, certain treaty be signed every hundred years on Christmas Eve. Yeah. That's also why I'm like, why did why did they have to get uh, married for Princess Switch on New Year's Eve? No, on Christmas Eve. I thought it was New Year's Eve, and then the second one was on Christmas Eve. Like, when he actually ends up with, um... Margaret? I forget. Margaret, yeah. Wait, no, not Margaret. Stacy? Stacy. No, okay. Okay. We'll get there. We'll get to we'll it get later. There. <laughs> I'll explain. We'll get there. I hate that beard that Richard has in the beginning of the movie. It's for uh, anonymity. I know. But it's it looks awful. It's, it's so bad. He looks like he looks like um he looks like oh my gosh, Tom Hanks in Castaway. <laughs> he looks like a mountain man who never came out of the mountain. Tell me that doesn't give Tom Hanks castaway vibes. I think it totally does. Uh, also, I loved that ornament that they had the, like, the dying wish. Yeah, the acorn one. It's so pretty. It was. Yeah. They're trees. The decorations in this house are amazing. Yeah. Like, it's like, ah, and I'm like, I need to live in this house. I need all those decorations also, in my life. Amber's room in the castle was so nice for being the tutor of the princess. I know. I was like, wow, I'd love to live there. <laughs> I was like, this almost, compa- like, this. you can compare this one to her um, bridal suite in the next one. Yeah. And they're pretty much the same. Yeah. It's, like, nuts. I would, like, love to live there. I was like, how is the future queen's bridal suite the exact same as her, like, tutor posing as a tutor? Maybe it's just a guest room. Yeah. Okay. Also, I love Emily. Yeah. She's very nice. She's very cute. I like her. Yeah. So, Emma, what do you rate this film out of ten? Eight and a half out of ten. Very nice. I give it a nine out of ten. What do you think the critics and the audience score is? I'm too scared to say. I don't want to even know. I feel like critics is going to say, like... I feel like critics are going to be, like, five percent awful. I hated it. Because I feel like they do that with most of the movies that I love. Okay, is that your guess for critics? No. Okay. No, it's going to be like, uh, I think 67. And then okay. for audience, I think 85. Okay. I have so the critics' score was a 73%. Okay. The audience score was at 47%. <laughs> okay, people are freaking wrong. <laughs> Anybody who said it's that low is wrong. 100% wrong. (laughs) And it's fact. I'm reading, like, the critic reviews, and all the ones that rated it low 
are like cosmopol um cosmopolitan and flicks chatter film blog but like entertainment weekly and like actual papers rated it good cosmopolitan is real i know but you know what i mean but like entertainment weekly yeah the pittsburgh city paper rated it high yeah so everybody else is just wrong yeah and it's fact they should just accept that they're wrong and move on (laughs) yeah okay so bad it's good no no it's so bad it's just plain bad did i enjoy it no would i watch it again definitely not sienna yates new zealand herald she's wrong because is it bad absolutely not it is amazing would i watch it again absolutely a hundred times yes what was the last question that was okay so so bad it's good yes absolutely 100 percent. did i enjoy watching it absolutely every single minute of it i love that movie <laughs> would i watch it again 100 percent. anytime every christmas must watch on the list that's okay, my okay but i really like the pittsburgh city paper guys if you're into decadent empty carol calorie streaming netflix has whipped up quite the seasonal souffle and this is a high rating of this movie oh my gosh <laughs> this sounds like it'd be negative but i kind of see how it could be positive yeah like he's like if you just want a light-hearted nice movie to watch this is the good one the performances are decent the script has a good pace even when introducing its twist it has a correct realization I feel like that's a very adequate review. Yeah. I love this one. Unfortunately, I think the biggest fail here, as there's simply zero chemistry between the two leads. Lies. So bad. There's so much chemistry between them. Lies. Sorry, Kara, I just hit my microphone. I can't hear the slander anymore. Next movie. Let's go. I can't. The Princess Switch, which will be... I feel just as bad, if not worse. Probably. Um, I think this one is worse than... It's not bad, but it's not as good. It's not bad, but it's not as good as Christmas. Yes. So, the synopsis is, Competing in a Christmas baking competition in Belgravia, a Chicago baker bumps into the prince's fiancé, who looks just like her, and they switch lives for two days. Yes. So, it was directed by Mike Roll. And it came out in 2018. So the cast includes Vanessa Hudgens as Stacey DeNovo. Vanessa Hudgens as Lady Margaret. Vanessa Hudgens as <laughs> Prince Edward. Vanessa Hudgens as Kevin. And Olivia. And Miss... No, I'm just kidding. Go ahead. <laughs> just kidding. Sam Palladio as Edward. Nick Sager as Kevin. Alexa Addison as Olivia. Sue Ann Braun as Miss Donatelli. And Mark Fleischman as Frank. Yes. And I love Sam Palladio because he's in Nashville and I'm watching Nashville right now. And he's so good in Nashville. And I saw this movie and I was like, oh, that's Gunner. I like freaked out. Yeah. Anyway. So some fun facts about this movie, which we've already talked about one of them. Yes. But in this movie... Which is this year's, oh wait, which was 2018's Netflix Christmas release. When Kevin and Margaret, as Stacy, are deciding on a movie to watch, they pick Netflix's big hit of 27, Christmas hit of 2017, A Christmas Prince. 
which, as we mentioned earlier, is strange because in the Princess Switch switched again, Amber, King Richard, and their baby from the third movie are in attendance of Margaret's coronation. Yeah, and there are certain moments that could be referenced to the 1998 version of The Parent Trap starring Lindsay Lohan. Like Annie, Lady Margaret uses a board and points her to discuss her family tree, and Stacy and Olivia have a long handshake just like Annie and her butler. I think it's very cute. I do too. So who's your favorite character? I really like Lady Margaret. I like Stacy. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, that's great. It's oh like we're them. <laughs> no, I'm just yeah. kidding. No. I I like like the whole thing where she wants to learn what the people are like. Yeah, I do too. Before she starts to rule them. Yeah. Like, I think that's why I like Lady Margaret so much. I feel like that's very responsible. Yeah. Honestly, I just like Stacy because she ends up with King Edward. Or as Prince. Prince Edward? Prince. Prince Edward. Ed- yeah. yeah. And His I parents love- are still, like, fully, like, alive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I, I got, I get them switched. There's a lot of them, okay? I watch a lot of these movies. But, okay. um. I love it just because I love Sam Palladio. I love him I also so much. like my favorite thing is Stacy. She goes in like undercover as Lady Margaret and she immediately is like, so what are we doing for the orphanage? Like besides this giant charity ball. Yeah. And like actually makes a difference. Yeah. I like that too. She's like, I like them both. Yeah. They're both great. They're both very yeah. sincere. Yeah. Honestly, I like this one ten times better than I like the second one. The second one kind of sucked. Mm-hmm. Because this... they added the third Vanessa Hudgens. Yeah. And I was like, why? Yeah. I don't like her. Because, like, okay, it's, like, very hard to believe that, oh, what was it? Like, Margaret's grandmother. Okay, I made a note of this somewhere. Hold on. No way that they're identical twins because of British Vanessa Hudgens' great-grandmother's cousin fleeing the country to America. Yeah, yeah. And then, and then Margaret's cousin looks exactly like her. Like, that makes no sense. Yeah, don't like it. Yeah. <sighs> also, I, can, I had seen this movie before, but, like... When, is it Kevin? Yeah, it's Kevin. When he walks in, or when he's like, go get your stock, like, there's something in your stock and go get it. I wrote, he's going to propose, he's going to propose, and then it's a locket. <laughs> yeah, you're like, oh, 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 oh. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. Now that we're talking about this, I've just had this realization. Do you think they named him Kevin after Kevin McAllister from... Home Alone. You know, I wouldn't be surprised. Honestly, if they did that, I if, if that were legit, I would, like, I'd respect it. I'd be like, heck yeah. yes. Good choice. Also, they talked about the Nutcracker so much in this movie. Yeah, because she's obsessed with the Nutcracker, clearly. I know, but she, I was just so, like, annoyed with Nutcracker no, I know. talk. Like, you can see half of my notes are just, again, with the Nutcracker. I know. She's like, oh my gosh, I swear to God, if they say Nutcracker one more time, I'm going to lose it. (laughs) I'm seeing the Nutcracker this Christmas season. But also, like, the first time she she did, when she ran into the bakery, she was like, 
we did the Nutcracker today in ballet. And I was like, what song? The entire Nutcracker? What are... Clearly, they did the entire the entire show of the Nutcracker from memory, never having rehearsed it ever before. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> also, have you seen Wicked on stage? I've seen bootlegs of it, yeah. Oh, I have seen it on stage, actually. Just kidding. So, you know when we're getting introduced to Fiero, and he's in his carriage, and Elphaba, like, almost gets it? Yeah. I wrote that Stacy almost getting hit by Edward's car was almost that exact scene to me. It very much was. I showed my mom this movie, and she was like, what are we watching? Like, halfway through, she was like, Emma, what did you turn on? It's a good movie. I think it's a cute movie. I do, too. My mom and I like watching these kind of movies together. We very much Same. enjoy it. So. Also, why didn't they just switch their phones with them? Why did they just keep their phone? I don't know. That's a good question. That was my big question with this movie. I was like, why did they do that? Emma's like, this is my this is my one plot hole. Everything else I'm totally cool with. You know what? It's believable that the great-grandmother's cousin went to America, blah, 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 blah. Everything else totally believable, 100%. Makes sense. Hey, this is why (laughs) Olivia finds out about them so fast. Yeah. Didn't swap phones. Lies. Yeah. (laughs) What was your favorite moment? Oh my gosh, we haven't even done that yet? No, we haven't. Oh my gosh. We went straight into my notes. I was like ready to be like, okay, what are you going to rate it? (laughs) Um, my favorite moment. Oh, I'm okay. I love when Edward proposes to Stacy, like at the at the the baking competition. Oh yeah, and he's like, next Christmas. Yeah, he's like, maybe we won't get married in time this Christmas, but maybe for next one. And she's like, okay. And then it like flashes also, forward, and it's then. I like that one, but I like Margaret's in the sequel better. At the oh airport. yeah, that one is ten times better. Yeah. Mine was probably, like, at the toy store when they're playing Twister, and they're trying to, like, hide the fact that there's two of them. Yeah. At the toy store. Yeah. Either that, or when it's revealed at the competition to Kevin that they switched places. I like, I like when he walks in the room, and it's Margaret pretending to be Stacy, and he's literally just in his towel, and he's like, Clive's a toothpaste. I wrote a note. <laughs> About that. I was like, you know he had it planned to be shirtless walking in for toothpaste. Yeah, he's like, could I have some toothpaste? And she's like, uh, sure. (laughs) I mean, when you look like that, like, I wouldn't do the same thing, right? Also, do you know how illegal that is to take pictures of the Duchess's bedroom window? (laughs) Whoa. We just totally switched. Like, like, <laughs> I know. Total, that was like a whole 180. <laughs> I was like, what? Say that I'm going to like say no. that people are hot? That's illegal? What? No, Frank. No, Frank. <laughs> Frank doing that? When he's taking pictures. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, hmm. Maybe it's legal in Montanaro. Or, or was it Belgravia? It was Belgravia, right? Belgravia. Yeah, this one was Belgravia. Also, where is Belgravia, do you think? It borders... Uh... My mom and I were, like, around Germany. What's the other one? What's 
Montanaro was the other one. Not the uh, not that one. The other one. Oh, what? The one from Christmas Prince. I don't know. Um, the Christmas Prince Kingdom. Yes. Are they making a fourth Christmas Prince? They better. Royal Baby Part Two. Royal Baby, time for Aldovia. 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 That's Prince. right. So Belgravia and Aldovia are neighbors, and Montanaro is somewhere in there. I don't know. I think that. I think Belgravia is like Germany. I feel like it's supposed to be like a UK esque place. Yeah, because Montanaro is. Sounds Spanish. Yeah. I don't know. Who knows? I was just, like, trying to place it. I don't think there is a place. I know. I think they're just vaguely European. Yes. Also, sauced Professor Kendall's berries. That line to the mean girl at the competition. I don't remember that. We're getting introduced to the mean girl at the competition when they're, like, first talking. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, yeah, she was really close. Um, Stacey's like, oh, yeah, she was really close with the faculty. When, you know, when you sauced Professor Kendall's berries to get that A. Oh, is that supposed to be a euphemism? I think so. I It probably was. They're like, hmm, how can we say she was a hoe? And then she, like, purposely... She yeah, and then she purposely spills her drink onto Stacy. I know, and she was like, it's an accident. And you're like, girl, that I was, was like, not no, an accident. You fully went like that yeah. to her. That was legit, oops. <laughs> like, flipping the cup upside down. Come on. Also, why do all Christmas movies either have a very insightful old man or a really cute young child? Because they need an instigator of things that's unreliable. Or both, in the case of Home Alone. Yeah. Home Alone is freaking fire. Why are we I don't talking think about we're... those? I haven't started watching next week's episode. I know, and we're going to do them on Sunday. <laughs> okay. We can... Do you want to cover Home Alone instead of Love Actually? Kind of, yeah. Love Actually is okay. really hard to find. But... But no, Home Alone is on Disney Plus. Yeah, and Home Alone is from the nineties. Yeah, all the other ones are from the two thousands. Love Actually. Oh, I'm sorry. I love Love Actually, but but then I feel also, like we, we need. I feel like we don't have like a like a like a classic Christmassy romance movie in this. But you know what? F it. <laughs> Plus, Love Actually's cast list is enormous. I know. There's like a hundred people in this movie. Yes. Okay. I love home, the Home Alone movies. Me too. Anyway, what do you give this movie out of ten? What did I say? <laughs> I said a six and a half. That's lower. That's lower than I thought. I liked Christmas Prince like a hundred times more. Yeah, I agree. But, for, like, if we're not comparing it, if it's just standalone. If we're not comparing it, it's a seven and a half. Yeah, just standalone. I give it an eight. If we're comparing it, seven. Okay. 
So what do you think the critics and the audience score for this movie is? Critics score, 55. Audience score, 48. Your coaster on the audience score. Okay. So the critic score was a 71%. And the audience score was what? a 50%. What? <laughs> Hold on. Hold the phone. What? I don't believe you. Don't believe you at all. I hope she had to screen share. Wow. Wow. Well. Now to get the next movie up. I guess people are bigger fans of Belgravia than I thought. I think it's because... um, Vanessa Hudgens. Honestly, yeah. Uh, I, I think that's the only reason it's rated higher. Speaking of Vanessa Hudgens, did you see that Hallmark movie that's coming out? No. Or that Lifetime movie that's coming out? I've seen, the, I've seen the trailer, but I haven't seen it. It hasn't come out yet. It doesn't come out until like, later this month. But I the thought one, it came out last month. No, it doesn't come out until later this month. But the oh. one with... Oh my gosh, what's Corbin Blue and... Corbin Blue and Monique Taylor Coleman. McCassie. Yes. <laughs> And people are like, oh my gosh, it's Taylor and Chad, even though that's not their names in the movie. It's like something else. But everybody's like, we all know they just left. They just left East High and found each other again and they had changed their names. Yeah. But anyway, that's going to be a good one. Um, yeah, I really think Vanessa Hudgens. I, I remember watching one YouTube video about this movie and someone being like, you know what would be really funny? Is if, you know how we see her, um, fiancé, or, like, her, her old boyfriend, her ex? If it was Zac Efron? Ex. Yeah, what if it was Zac Efron? I think, honestly, I think they had a golden opportunity here, and they missed it. Or, missed it. or the other thing is, they could be like, oh, we don't want people to think this is, has High School Musical written at all on it, so they want to, like, go as far away from that as possible. True. So there's two options. Either lean into it so hard that all of the all of our generation loses their minds or go as far away from it as possible, which is what I feel like they did. Yeah. So shall we get into the last movie? Do we have to? <laughs> I didn't I, really like this one. It wasn't that either. good. But we have to talk about it. We have to tell the people how it is. Okay. So, the last one is Dolly Parton's Christmas on the Square. It is on Netflix. And the synopsis is, An embittered Scrooge of a woman plans to sell her small town, regardless of the consequences to the people who live there. However, a kind-hearted angel arrives and shows her what would happen before she mints her ways and redeems herself. It was directed by Debbie Allen of fame and Grey's Anatomy. (laughs) It came out in 2020, and it, the cast includes Dolly Parton as Angel, Jennifer Lewis as Marjolene? Yes. I do not remember this character at all. I don't either. Josh Segura as... <gasps> oh, is it the, like, girl? The girl? Um, the one that is, like, fairy, or angel in training? No, that's Felicity. Then who the hell is... Oh, Marjolene is the hairdresser lady that's friends with Regina. 
Oh, they only said her name like once. Yeah. Okay, let me try that again. Okay. So, the cast includes Dolly Parton as Angel, Jennifer Lewis as Marjolene, Josh Segura as Pastor Christian Hathaway, um, Jeannie Mason as Felicity Sorensen, also of Grey's Anatomy, um, Mary Lane Haskell as Jenna Hathaway, Treat Williams as Carl Pelham, and Christine Bransky as Regina. We love Christine Bransky. She's like the queen of Christmas after Mariah Carey. Yeah. In my opinion. She will forever be Martha May Huvier. Yeah. Forever. So, and the two fun facts I found for this movie is, this is the second time Dolly Parton has played an angel. The first time was in the CBS fantasy comedy Unlikely Angel in 1996. And then Dolly Parton wrote most of the songs featured in this movie, movie, although Parton did record versions of the songs Christmas Is and Christmas on the Square for her album, A Holly Dolly Christmas 2020. The song Try was originally featured on Parton's album, Blue Smoke 2014. Hmm. Interesting. I do love Dolly Parton. She's great. I do too. Just didn't love this movie. Same. This movie was very... I hate to say it, but it was very bad. It was. I was texting Kara, our lovely, lovely editor, uh, during us watching it. Mm-hmm. And I was, or me watching it. And I was like, this is so bad. And then I texted her halfway through and I'm like, I did not expect that twist. Yeah. I was like, this is so generic, like cookie cutter Hallmark Christmas. And then was like, oh, that's a twist. You're like, whoa, that wasn't supposed to happen. No, I figured out what it is. And I think it's because they tried to do what to me feels like a stage show on on screen. I wrote so many times that it felt like um, a theater yeah. production of like, like the opening number reminded me of the prologue in Into the Woods. Honestly, I feel like that's an insult to Stephen Sondheim's memory. Uh, I know. I wrote that before he passed away. That's okay. No, but, like, I think what it is is, like, it felt like, you know when they did Hairspray Live? And, like, released live? That's what it felt like to me. Are you going to watch Annie Live tomorrow? Absolutely not. I'm going to watch it. No. No. I hate that play. (laughs) With a burning passion. Yeah. I never need also, to hear it again. Can we just talk about the twist? Like, even before we talk about our favorite character or anything. That Pastor Christian, which, first of all, can we talk about how his name is, like, literally Christian? Pastor Christian? Yeah. I feel like that's a little on the nose, Dolly. They, I did not like that. She might as well named him Pastor Christmas, like... I was talking about that with one of my friends, and he's like, that would be like if a, a pastor was named Jesus. Yeah, exactly. Literally, yeah. <laughs> this is my same friend from Arkansas that I talked about in the last episode. <laughs> uh, but yeah. But, um, what was I going with that? But yeah, the twist with Pastor Christian is her son that she gave up for adopt- adoption. I know. Like, it was so bland, so surface level, and then all of a sudden, you just take this deep plunge into the depths <laughs> of everybody's souls. Because, like, I was like, why are they talking about her teenage pregnancy and her giving up the child? And then it came up at the end that it was Pastor Christian, and I was like, oh, 
Interesting. My first thought was that it was like as a reason to give her like backstory to hate her town or hate her dad. And then they were like, oh, and he was her son. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, after watching this movie, my mom and I were both like, what the F did we just watch? Yeah. However, towards the end, it's like in the last 20 minutes, when Violet gets hit by that car and she goes to the hospital. <gasps> yes. I was sobbing, like ugly crying sobbing during that whole song that the dad sings. I know. It just, just. Tears. I was like a freaking, like, faucet. Just tears. Yeah. Anyway. So, who was your favorite character? I liked Felicity and I liked Angel. Because I loved the wardrobe. I loved Felicity. And I liked Jenna. Yeah. Is that how you pronounce the name? Yeah. yeah the pastor's wife. Yeah. She was cool, too. I liked her. I liked her. Um... Did it feel like Dolly Parton was just, like, badly CGI'd into this whole movie? All the time, yes. (laughs) Like, it was like she wasn't on set with anyone. Yeah, it's like she was on a green screen the whole time, and they just CGI'd her in kind of poorly because they were like, eh, we gotta get it done fast here. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Not, Not the best job. However, like I said, wardrobe team, 10 out of 10. Yes. I said to my mom, I was like, I feel like this movie was an excuse for Dolly Parton to play an angel and dress in sparkly dresses. Yes. <laughs> and sing. <laughs> like, that's all I felt like it was. I also feel like since it came out in 2020, that means that they were probably filming this, what, right as the pandemic was starting? Probably 2019. Like, late 2019, early 2020. Probably, yeah. Kind of that. So, yeah, like, right around the time when we were getting first word of it so mm-hmm. i was like was she just not on set because of the pandemic and they just green screened her in i think part that's part of it and i think the other part of it is like oh we want to make her look angelic and ethereal so we got to put all these sfx behind so her bad, and it though. looks terrible it looks like once upon a time cgi <laughs> i don't know what that once means upon a time cgi yeah. is so bad yeah i don't so know so bad not There's good. only one good moment of Once Upon a Time CGI, and it is, um, so in the town, ta- because they actually filmed it on location in this town in Canada, mm-hmm. um, for all the, like, real world scenes. Yeah. And that small town, they literally just, like, changed the windows of it, but it was pretty much that small town. But the library in the show has a clock tower on top of it, and that doesn't exist. In the actual town. That is the one good CGI in that whole show. <laughs> in the seven seasons. Wow. It gets better as we go on. But it's still like, not Elsa's good. Because Elsa's magic was great. But yeah. Still not good. I don't know. It was still not good. Alex laughed at it. Our good friend Alex laughed at it. I believe it. He's like a film nerd. He does CGI all the time. Well, yeah. he's He studies film. I know. Ugh. So what was your favorite song? I liked Try. I thought that song was so good. Also, Father's Promise, that one made me ugly cry. I loved Wickedest Witch of the Middle. I hated that song. (laughs) I I don't even know why I liked it. No, I 
absolutely hated that song. And that was the moment I realized this is a stage show they tried to do on screen. Yeah, like Schmigadoon. Yeah. I think it was because it reminded me of You Got Trouble from Music Man. I don't even know. I'm like, I did not like that one at all. Yeah. Also, my last Once Upon a Time reference in this episode, I swear. You sure? Yes. The mayor <laughs> of this small town in Once Upon a Time is also named Regina. Hmm. So this whole movie, I was like... You're like, that's not her, but okay. <laughs> yeah. Also, I don't know why, but the set for this town reminded me so much of the set from Gilmore Girls. Yeah. Like, with the gazebo in the middle and then all the shops around it, I was like, this feels like Gilmore Girls, just, like, missing a few buildings and a little bit of a different layout. But, like, that's what it felt like to me. I was like, what the heck? Yeah. This is Gilmore Girls, but on crack. On acid. (laughs) And everybody's hallucinating that they're all singing. (laughs) That was a good show. I liked Gilmore Girls. I didn't watch much of it. I liked it. It was pretty good. Okay. So, what was your favorite moment? The, okay. it's Oh, my favorite moment or my least favorite moment? Your favorite moment. My favorite moment. Okay. I liked when Angel like was like, Jenna, you're pregnant. <laughs> and Jenna was like, oh, I'm pregnant. I liked that. I was like, yay! I think I made the connection that this reminded me of the prologue in Into the Woods because of Pastor and Pastor's wife being... um. Basically, a baby. Baker and Baker's wife. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think that was the only connection there that I made. Probably. I see that. Yeah. But, like, I liked that. And I liked that, like, Angel went around and helped everybody. And then when Violet woke up, I ugly cried again. This, like, yeah. the last half, the last 20 minutes of this movie, I was sobbing the whole time. But, like, <laughs> up until then, I was like, this is so stupid. Yeah. No slander towards Miss pa- Miss Parton or Miss Allen, but like, this bad. is not good. It's bad. Um, so what was your least favorite moment? Okay, it wasn't a moment, but it's just like the subplot. The whole subplot, yeah, yeah. of Regina having the brain tumor. Yeah, that's so stupid. <laughs> so dumb. Here's what I said. I think this movie could be condensed down. Into, like, a 45-minute, 40-minute, made-for-TV special, like, just put the good parts in and be done. Like, like any life. No. Yes. No. You're so lucky that I'm not making you watch it. I'm not show. watching. I would say no. I would not watch it. I would refuse to watch it. I would say you can talk you about it by yourself. Do? You want to know what we should do next um, Christmas? Not Annie Live, that's for sure. Not Annie Live. And you're going to hate me for this saying this still. The Star Wars special. I love it. I'm here for that. Can we do that instead of our Disney um, Disney episode? Can we do Star Wars Holiday and do the Lego special and the, like, 70s? Yes. And then we'll talk about Life Day. Yes. Down. Okay. Down. Okay. And I'll wear this sweater that I didn't talk about earlier, but it's yes. my holiday um, Star Wars. I'm just wearing a plain red sweater from the 50s, but that's okay. Anyway. So cute. Moving but on. Yeah. I feel like we covered most of the things. Yes. Okay, one last thing. 
Why does Pastor Christian talk so weird? I don't know. Did you notice that? Like, his cadence in his voice was really weird. Yeah, and it made it feel like he was rhyming every five seconds. Yes. That and, like, I don't know. I felt like he was reading the lines half the time. Yeah. Like, he was a last-minute throw-in. Like, somebody was like, oh, shoot, actually, I can't do this. Oh, no, we film on Monday. Who can do it? Oh, hey, look, the boom operator. Throw him in there. Like, that's kind of how it felt. Not that he was a bad actor. He wasn't a bad actor. I mean, they were... None of them are bad. It just wasn't good. (laughs) I feel like we're being Um, really harsh. No, it was just that bad. Yeah. So what would you rate this film out of 10? Um, I gave it a 6 out of 10. I gave it a 5.5 out of 10. Yeah. What do you think critics and audience on Rotten Tomatoes gave it? A 5% and like a 10%. Dude, like this movie was so bad. Is that what you're going with? Yeah, probably. Okay, so critics gave it a 63%. What? An audience gave it a 51%. What kind of crack soup are they drinking? What <laughs> in the world? In what world is this movie a 61%? No. A 63. A 63%. No. No. This this just goes to show that Rotten Tomatoes scores are garbage. I will read my favorite of the bad ratings of Go this for movie. It. Ready? Yes. And then I'll read my favorite of the, the good. Um, of the good. They're right next to each other. So Clarice Lowry from Independent UK. This is the bad review. It's a two out of five. It's hard to figure out quite where Christmas on the square is headed in any given moment. Despite the film borrowing liberally from festive classics. Yep. Oh, and I'm going to read Film Weeks as well. Because that one made me laugh just reading it now. Go for it. So, Amy Nicholson said, This is Netflix's version of community theater, which I don't really mind. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. I feel like that's an insult to community theater, honestly. Yeah. So, do you want to hear my the other um, good review of this movie that I found? I'm kind of scared, York but Times, sure. It's Wesley Morris from the New York Times. Oh, my. Okay. Campy is camp with a diploma. And a martini. And Christmas on the Square is a drunk. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. This movie is... <laughs> That's a good review of this movie. This movie is, like, campy to the max. Like, even campier than Beetlejuice. Yeah. That's saying a lot. I'm just seeing if there's any other of these critics... Reviews that I want to read. Um, this is a song and dance version of the holiday transformation story. It's just not a particularly good one. <laughs> yeah. Bill Goody Poons from Arizona Republic. Well, I feel like we sufficiently slandered <laughs> this and like slashed any credibility this movie had before. Yeah. So, so. shall we see them in the outro? I think we shall. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Fan Fatales. Gabby, would you like to tell our lovely audience what we will be chatting about next week? Yes, next week we're going to be talking about some of the classic 
90s and early yes. 2000s Christmas movies. These are some of the most iconic Christmas movies of this decade. Yes. Of and this, remember- this century, honestly. <laughs> Yes. And remember to subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. We are on Apple, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. And subscribe to us on YouTube. Please leave us a review and comment down below to tell us what you thought of the show. Remember to follow us on Instagram at FanFatalsPod for the latest updates and to possibly be featured in a future episode. Now, Emma, where can the people find you on social media? So my Instagram and TikTok are both at SniffyEmma, which is S-N-I-P-P-Y-E-M-M-A. What about you, Gabs? I'm at Gabby Gent on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. That's G-A-B-Y-J-E-N-T. Our music is by our amazing friend, Maddie Macon. And our editing is by the wonderful Carol Linsmeyer. As always, thank you for tuning in. Bye! Bye. The views expressed in this episode do not reflect the brand or company that they're about. Mm-hmm.